Starting the Gemara towards the bottom of that Tzadikam at Beis, the first word on the line is Vahazava. Okay, so this goes back to the Mishnah, where it said, Vahazava Shechtim Vachulu, that for a Zava, you can Shech the carbon on the eighth day. We're talking about a Zava Gedayla, that's Tommy for seven days, and then on the eighth day she has to bring a carbon, so you can Shech it for her on the eighth day. Atana learned a Braise in front of Ravada Barave, and he read the Braise as follows: Vahazova Shechten Aleo Bishvi Yishela. You shech the carbon for her on her seventh day. Amalei, so he asked him: Zova Bishvi Yishela Mi Chazia. On the seventh day, could she eat the carbon paste? Ach, she can't eat the carbon paste that night. She has to wait until the eighth day. I feel the man damas Shechten Vizorikin Altamei Shadet. Even the opinion that says. That you shech the carbon paste for someone that's a tummy shadetz, which means he didn't go to the mikveh yet, which is the opinion of Ula in the beginning of this Amud. But Hanameli tmei shadetz, that's only true about a tmei shadetz, the chazi lorta, because you can go to the mikveh and then at night I'll be able to eat the carbon. But ha, this zava, ad lamacha, the masya kapara, until the next day, until the eighth day when she brings a carbon, lechazia, she can't eat the carbon pesach yet. So how can you say that a carbon pesach could be shechted for a zava on the seventh day? So, so we have to change and say what the Braise said, Bishmini, that on the eighth day you bring a carbon Pesach for her. Isn't this obvious? If she can bring a carbon on that day and eat it at night, it should be obvious. And Taisus points out that really this question should be on the Mishnah as well. Similar question on the Mishnah that said, This halacha, that a Zava, you bring the carbon on the eighth day. So the answer is, So we said before, the Gemara mentioned that I would think to say, Since she didn't bring her carbon yet on the eighth day, so therefore, it's okay. Even the mechasre kapara, since she did not bring the carbon yet, loy, so maybe she can't bring the carbon pesach. Why not? Because she she can't bring a carbon herself. Someone the kain has to bring it for her. So maybe she shouldn't rely on the fact that it will be brought. Mashmalan, and that's the chiddusher that it tells us kider of shmaya. Like Rav Shmaya said, and this is what we had yesterday, Rav Shmaya said that we rely on the Kayanim, that they definitely take care of all the Karbanas that have to be brought. Ravina Omar, Ravina says, Nida Tonekamei. The Braise we just quoted was not about a Zava, but it was about a Nida. And this is what he learned. Vahanida Sheikhtin Oleo Bishvihi. That a Nida, you can Shech the carbon Pesach for her on the seventh day. So the same question was asked. So the question was asked, Is a Nida able to eat the carbon Pesach that night of the seventh day? Even the opinion that says that you shecht for Tomei Sheret, because at night he'll be able to eat the carbon Pesach. But Nida, what's the Allah of a Nida? This is a detail which is different between a Nida and a Zava. A Zava goes to the Mikveh during the seventh day, anytime during the day. And then she has to bring a carbon the next day on the eighth day, and then she can eat the carbon Pesach. By a Nidah, the halacha is that she has to remain seven clean days until the end of the day, and she only goes to the mikveh at night. So therefore, she doesn't eat the carbon until the next day because she She only goes to the mikveh at night of the seventh day. And at Shmini, the Avda, Haref Shemesh, and then until sundown of the eighth day, she can't eat from the carbon yet. So how could you say that Anida eats the carbon on the seventh day? So like we said before, you're right, we have to switch to Girsa, and Raisa really said that Anida could only bring the carbon for her on the eighth day. So again, the Gemara asks the question, Pshita. It's obvious that in Anida you have to wait until the eighth day. 
And the Gemara actually says that it's a Kavachayma, Hashta. Now, Uma Zava de Mechaser Kapara. When it comes to Zava, that still needs to bring the carbon, Shechtem Vizarikan Allah Bishmini. So we say that we have to wait until the eighth day, and that's when you shech the carbon for her. Nida, the loy mechasre kapara, a nida that does not need a kapara, do you have to say that on the eighth day you could shech for her? On the eighth day, you just wait until at night, and she could eat already at night without any carbon. There's no carbon by a nida. So what's the chiddush to say that for a nida you shech the carbon on the eighth day? Says the Gemara, nida itzrechalei. No, he is telling you a halacha about the nida because ha kamashmalon. This is what he's telling you bishmini in bishvi loy that it's only on the eighth day and not on the seventh day. In other words, this halacha itself about a nida that a nida only goes to the mikveh the night of the seventh day and not any time during the day of the seventh day. That itself is taka the chiddush. Kedetani, like we learned in the brayse, call chayove tvilis all people <coughs> that a chayav to go to the mikveh tvilasan by yain. When did they go to the mikveh? By day. Whether it's a Shemaris Yain connected Yain, you go during the day or you have to wait till the seventh day. It's always during the day you go to the mikveh. Nida, v'yeledes, a nida, a woman that gave birth, tfilosim balayla. Their tfilah is at night. And that's the reason why the Bryce is telling us this. To know that you have to wait until the eighth day to tell you that their tfilah is at the, night. But could even get the number right? So he, so he, that, that's why we that switched it. And the Hanami, the Gemara switched it to Shmini. The Gemara corrected it. What the Chiddush of Shmini is the whole focus that, of the whole didn't was tell us that had to be Dafke Correct, Shmini. correct. So, so we corrected that. We corrected mm-hmm. that, and that's Taka the Chiddush to teach us that you have to wait until the eighth day and not the seventh day. The Tanya. So we learned in Abraise Yochel Tehei Tevelis Meboidyan. I would think a Nida is just like all other people that goes to the mikveh during the day. She remains in her status of a nida for all seven days. And And you see in the Pasik, Rashi brings that a Yeledes is compared to a nida. So a Yeledes and a nida have to wait full seven days and they can only go to the mikveh at night. And then to eat a carbon, they have to wait until the heart of Shemesh, until the evening of the next of the eighth day, and therefore you can bring the carbon for them on the eighth day, but not on the seventh day. Zog the Mishnah, we're going back to the halachis of people that could or can't eat the carbon Pesach. Ha'oinam, a person that has a mace that was not buried yet, and he's a relative, and he has an obligation to see to it that he's buried. A person that's trying to uncover a collapsed wall or a collapsed house and there could be a dead body there that he's searching for. So this is a person that might become Tommy. An individual that was promised that he's going to be taken out of prison. So it's the day of Erev Pesach and he was told that he's going to be taken out of prison and at night we'll be able to eat the carbon Pesach. A person that's sick, and a person that's old, they are able to eat a kezayis of the carbon Pesach. So all of these individuals, you can shech the carbon Pesach for them. So Rashi explains regarding the Mifakech uh, Sagal, even though he might find someone that's Tomei there, but as long as he didn't find anyone that's Tomei, he has a cheskas tara. He has the status of, of who he is until this point, which is a person that's Tomei, and therefore we can shech for him. And there are other people that we rely on the fact that he'll go out of prison, and we rely on the fact that he'll be able to eat a kezayis. However, the Mishnah continues, Al-Kulam, but regarding all these individuals, Ein shechten aleyen You don't shech the carbon Pesach for them alone. Because we are concerned, Shema Yeviyu is a Pesach, Lidei Psul. 
it's possible that they won't be able to be makar the carbon Pesach, the Oynon, the Mufakech, they might become Tomei, or the person that's promised to go out of prison, he might not. And the person that's, that could eat just about a Kezayis, the person that's sick, he might not be able to feed a Kezayis. So we don't want to bring the carbon Pesach for any of these individuals alone. Now the Mishnah says another halacha. Therefore, im ira behen psul. If any psul occurred to any of these individuals, peturin melasa is pesach sheni. There'll be potter of bringing a pesach sheni because at the time when the shechita of the carbon pesach was done and the time when the zrika was done, they were right to eat from it. And if only later something happened, they became tame or weren't able to eat from it, kezayis. So then that's, that's developed afterwards, but they are already a potter from the carbon Pesach, if at the time of Shechita and Zerike they were right to eat. Chotz, begal. Besides, the individual we mentioned before, that he's working to uncover a body that's in a, in a place that the wall collapsed, Shuhu Tomei Mitchilosai. So over him, if he discovers a dead body there in that gal, so what we say is that he probably was Tomei from before already because he was there in that area, and with his body, he created an oil. He created a roof over the area that he was looking for that dead body. So when he finds a dead body, we say that it was probably Tommy from before. So therefore, the carbon Pesach he brought was not good. So he's high to bring a carbon Pesach Sheni. So talking about the case of a person that's in a prison, we rely on the fact that he's going to be released, if he was told that he will be released. So this halacha that it says over here in the Mishnah that you can't shecht on him alone because you're concerned that maybe he won't be released. You could shecht for him, but not alone because you're concerned that he might not be released. That's only if he's in a prison with of goyim. If he's been imprisoned by Yidin, Rashi brings cases when the modern Ksubis that says that sometimes you imprison a Yid temporarily in a case where to force him to give a get, or sometimes when he owes money. So and when he's in a prison of a yid, not only could you shecht for him, but you could actually shecht for him alone, because if they promised him that they're going to take him out, they will release him. We have no concern that he won't be released. The Pasuk says, the leftovers of yidin, will not do any iniquity, and don't speak a lie. So therefore, if the authorities that arrested him were yidin, and they promised to release him, we could rely on the fact that he will be released on time to eat the carbon Pesach. Omer Rav Chista said another qualification regarding a person that's in prison. This that you said, that a yid that's in prison, in a prison of Goyim, that he, we don't check the carbon Pesach for him alone. This is only if he's imprisoned outside of Beis Pagi, which is the last village at the edge of Yerushalayim. So he's in a prison outside of Yerushalayim. But if he's in prison inside the wall of Beis Pagi, in other words, inside Yerushalayim, so then you can shech the carbon Pesach for him, even though they might not release him from prison. Because even if he won't be released from prison, he's in Yerushalayim. You can bring him the carbon Pesach and he'll eat it right over there in prison in Yerushalayim. The next thing it said in the Mishnah was that if there was a psal that um, happened and by any of these individuals, so they're going to be potter of bringing the carbon Pesach Sheni. Besides the case of Mefakech Bagal, because you say that it's now you see that he was Tommy from the beginning. 
So by this person, by this gal that you see that he became tummy from before, when is this? This is only if, if the pile of the rubble that he's searching for a body is a round pile that we assume that is his body created this roof, created the tent uh, uh, oil over that area, and he for sure became tummy from before. And therefore he'll have to bring a Pesach Shani. Avogal Oroch, but if it's a rubble that's long and it's it's not round, where his body for sure was oil over it, so then Potem alas is Pesach Sheni. So be Potem from being a Pesach Sheni because it's a Suffolk. You don't know if he became Tomei from before or not. And we already had in the Gemara before, when you have a person that brings a carbon Pesach and you have a Suffolk, if the carbon Pesach that he brought was good or not, he can't now bring a Pesach Sheni. The Gemara discussed by Arichis that there's no eights of bringing a second Pesach and making a condition that maybe it's a Shlomim, it doesn't work. So once you have a Suffolk, he can't bring a Pesach Sheni. <clears throat> because in a place where the Gal, the rubble, was long, so his body not necessarily became an oil over that area, so he not necessarily was Yitami. We learned this in Abraisa as well. A person that's uncovering, looking for a body in Begal, in rubble. Sometimes will be potter from a Pesach Sheni and Itim Chayev. Sometimes will be Chayev. What's the difference? Gal, Ogol, if it's a round pile of uh, rubble. So then, and he uncovers a body there. He'll be Chayev to bring the Pesach Sheni because we assume that his body became an oil over that body even before Shechita of the carbon. But if it's rubble, which is longer, and the nimtzis tumetachtov, and there you uncover up that body, then potter will be potter from bringing the pesach sheni because eime toir hoya b'shas shchita. It's definitely possible that he still was toir at the time of the shchita, and therefore he didn't bring the pesach rishon to suffik. And once it's a suffik, you can't bring the pesach sheni either. Maybe he did bring the pesach rishon, so you can't bring the pesach sheni. You don't bring a carbon Pesach for a single person. There has to be more than one person on the carbon Pesach. This is Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you can bring it for one person as long as this one person is able to eat the entire carbon Pesach. You have a, a group of a hundred people. And they cannot each Eat a kezayis of the carbon pesach, so ain't shechtan aleim. You can't shecht for them. So Rashi says that this is also Rabbi Yossi explaining his opinion. What Rabbi Yossi is saying is that when it comes to the carbon pesach, the number of people that's counted on it makes no difference. One person, a hundred people, as long as it can be eaten. If one person thinks he could eat an entire carbon pesach, it's a pretty big talent to do that. So then you can bring a carbon pesach for one person. And if it's for a hundred people, it'll be a hundred people, as long as they can eat the carbon pesach. That's all that matters. You can't make a group for the carbon Pesach that will be con- consist of women, Avodim, Evet Kanani, and Ketanim, and the children on the Bar Mitzvah. And the Gemara will explain why not. So, the Gemara. What's the. How many people can eat the maximum? On the carbon Pesach, as long as everyone gets a Kazayas. That's all. Yeah. Tanara Banav, we learned in Abraisa. Ninayin, She'ein Sheikhton as a Pesach ala Yachet. So, Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. From where did he learn that one person cannot be counted on a carbon Pesach? Tambad Laima, the Pesach says, Loisuchal is Boyach as a Pesach ba'achad. The continuation of that Pesach is, Loisuchal is Boyach as a Pesach ba'achad she'orecha. Don't bring your carbon Pesach ba'achad she'orecha. But Rabbi Yehuda says, you can darshan ba'achad separately. Don't bring the carbon Pesach alone. Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, 
Yachid, if it's one person and he could eat it, you can check the carbon Pesach for him. If you have 10 people and they cannot eat from the carbon Pesach, they can't finish it, you don't check for them. So like Rabbi Yaisi said in the Mishnah, the only thing that matters is if they can eat it. Rabbi Yaisi, hi be'echad ma'yavad le'i, how does he dash in this Pesach of be'echad? That Rabbi Yudha Dashin says the Gemara, he learns the Pesach differently. Mi bo'ya le'i 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 he dashes it like Rabbi which is more the simple part of the Pesach. The Tanya, Rabbi Shimon, I mean, Rabbi Shimon said, From where do I know that if you bring a carbon Pesach on a bomber, on a private bomb that a person makes in his backyard, in the time when there was an Isra to make your own bomber, one that Rashi says once there was Mishkan Shiloi, and definitely once the base of Mikdush was built, so you're not allowed to make your own bomber. So from where do I know that if you bring a carbon Pesach on your own bomber, Shuba Loisese, you're even a Loisese, Tamad Laima, the Pesach says right here, Loisuchal is Bayach, it's a Pesach, Ba'achat Sha'orecha. Do not bring the carbon Pesach in one of your cities, in one of your, in one of your gates, you're not allowed to bring it on a private bomber. Yochoel Af Bishas Hetra Bomis Kain. I would think that this also refers in a time period when there was a heter for the Bamais that you're not allowed to bring the carbon Pesach in this. And so Rashi explains that I would think that a private Bama is only made for the Nedarim and Adavis, a private carbon that a person wants to bring. But maybe the carbon Pesach, which is an obligation that every year has to bring, that can't be brought on a private Bama. The Pasik says, which means, the Isra of bringing it on a private Bama is in the time period when all Yidin come to one gate, all Yidin come to Yerushalayim, to the Beis Mikdash or to the Mishkan Shiloi. That's the time period when you're not allowed to bring the carbon Pesach. So therefore, you're not allowed to bring the carbon Pesach on in the, in the time um, when there's an Isser of bringing on the bomb. But in the time when there's a Heter of bringing another bombis, when Yidin are not coming to one Shar, to one base on Mikdash, then you are allowed to bring the carbon Pesach on your own private bomber. Rabbi Yehuda, not Rabbi Yehuda, Gemara asks on, on Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, so Rabbi Yehuda used the Pasuk Ba'achat Sharech for something else, to teach me Ba'achat, that you're not allowed to bring the carbon Pesach alone. Rabbi Yehuda, hi, minole. From where does he learn out this halacha that Abshimen learned out? So the Gemara says, Tati shamet mina. He learns out two different halachas from this from this pasuk. He reads it leisuchal esvayach a pasuk ba'achat. That teaches me that you're not allowed to bring the carbon pesach alone, and also ba'achat sharecha to teach me that you're not allowed to bring the carbon pesach on a bamas yachid in a time when there's an iser of bamas. Well, Rabbi Yaisi, and according to Rabbi Yaisi, mimai de lahachi de ka'amar Abshimen. How does he know to dash in this pasuk the way Abshimen dashed it? Maybe you should dash in this Pasik the way Rabbi Yehuda dashes it. So Rashi here says this is not really a question. This is the way Rabbi Shimon dashed it, so it's, it's not really a problem. But, the, but there's another source really for Rabbi Yaisi's opinion, and therefore the Gemara is asking this. So Rabbi Yaisi will tell you, you know, my source is, you cannot dash in the Pasik like Rabbi Yehuda, that you can't bring a carbon Pesach alone. Why not? The Torah says, which means that even one individual brings the carbon Pesach and eats it alone, so therefore when it said, you can't dashen it like Rabbi Yehuda, that you're not allowed to bring a carbon Pesach alone. So here's the source of the Machlaikis, whether you're allowed to bring a carbon Pesach alone. So he asked the question as follows, Did Rabbi Yehuda say, that you're not allowed to bring a carbon Pesach for one individual? But I'll ask you a story from what it says in Abraise. Isha, a woman, Berishain, when it comes to the carbon Pesach, or the first carbon Pesach, Shaykhtin, Allah, Bifnayatzma. You could check the carbon Pesach for her alone. In other words, what Rabbi Yudh is trying to say is, 
Isha is Chayev in the first carbon Pesach, just like men. Bisheni comes to the second carbon Pesach, she can be counted secondary together with other people. Meaning, Rabbi Yudah is saying that when it comes to Pesach Sheni, a woman is not obligated, but it's a Rishus. If she wants to be counted together with others, she could be. This is Rabbi Yudah's opinion. So what do you see here? Rabbi Yudah, when he wants to explain that a woman is chayv in the first carbon Pesach, as a chayva, it says that you could bring it for her alone. But Rabbi Yudah said in our Mishnah, you can't bring it for one person alone. So he told him, read the Braisa differently. Don't read it that she brings the carbon Pesach completely alone. Women, a group of women, can bring the carbon Pesach for themselves separately. But it's more than one woman. So he asked him on this pshat, Are you allowed to count on a carbon Pesach, a group that only consists of women? But man, but we said in the end of the Mishnah before, You don't make a carbon Pesach, a group of women, or Avadim, or Ketanim. My love, don't you think that's how you understand the Mishnah? It's either or. You don't have a group of women alone, or Avadim, a group of Avadim alone, or a group of children alone on a carbon Pesach. So how could you have a group of women? So he answered him, that's not how you read the Mishnah. You're not allowed to have a group that consists of, of women and Avadim, Ketanim. And Ketanim and Noshim. Uh, sorry, Noshim, Vavadim, Ketanim. What does the Mishnah mean when it says Noshim, Vavadim, Ketanim? You read it as follows <coughs> Noshim, Vavadim. You know that I have women and the Avadim together in one group, and the reason is Mishum Tiflus. We're concerned of in- inappropriate behavior if you combine the Noshim together with the Avadim, Ketanim. And Ketanim, Vavadim, and you also shouldn't have a group consisting of the children together with these Avadim, Kenanim, Mishum Pritzusa. We're also concerned of inappropriate behavior. Rashi says, Mishkav Zachar, you have these Avadim, Kenanim together with these children, we're concerned about their behavior. So it does, but it doesn't mean Noshim alone. A group of Noshim alone is okay. Now, the Gemara here is going to bring the source of this Machlaikis. We once had it before, but here's the source of this Sugya regarding the obligation of women in Karban Pesach. There are three opinions over here regarding their obligation. So Gufa, this is the Bais itself that discusses this. Isha comes to a woman and the carbon Pesach. What's her obligation? So the first opinion, as we just quoted, was Berisha in Sheikhtan Allah Bafniatsma, the first carbon Pesach, she's obligated, you can check it for her alone or for a group of women alone. Carbon comes to the carbon Pesach Shaini, so it's only Orishos. So therefore she can be included together with others, but not alone. So this is Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Rabbi Yaisi says, Isha, a woman, even in the second carbon, the carbon Pesach Shaini, it could be shecht for her alone. Needless to say, but the first carbon Pesach. So Rabbi Yaisi's opinion is, a woman is obligated in the Pesach Rishain and in the Pesach Shaini. Shimon's opinion is, Even the first carbon Pesach, a woman is not obligated, it's only a shush, she can be brought together with others. The Pesach Sheni, not, it's not only is she not obligated, but it's not even a Rishos, she cannot be counted on the Pesach Sheni. She has no Shaykhs to the carbon Pesach, and it's Shaloylim Nuyav, you can't count her on the carbon Pesach Sheni. So we have the three opinions over here regarding a woman's obligation in the carbon Pesach. So the Gemara here brings the source of their Machlekes. The Ma'i what's the basis of their Machlekes? Rabbi Yehuda saw what Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is. What does it say by the Pesach Rishon? Bimichsas Nefashos, count the souls of the people for the carbon. So it says nefashes. It doesn't say men. It says nefashes. What does nefashes mean? That includes even women. If so, you'll say, 
So they should be obligated in the carbon Pesach Sheni as well. So the Pesach regarding the Pesach Sheni says, That man should have, should, will have an Aveda if he does not bring the carbon Pesach Sheni. It says in the continuation of the Pesach, and Ashi explains that key means if he doesn't bring the Pesach Sheni. So this is talking about a Pesach Sheni. And it says over here, Ish, Ish in Ishaloi. This refers to a man and not a woman. So here I see that a woman is not obligated to bring the Pesach Sheni. If so, shouldn't I say that she can't even be brought, even as a Rishos, she can't even be counted on the Pesach Sheni because it says only Ish. So on that we say no. Ahani kechol chukas pesach. But for this, it teaches me the pasuk when it says kechol chukas pesach that this pesach sheni has similar halachas to the pesach rishon letfeila baalma that she could be counted as a rishos if she wishes to be joined in the pesach sheni. So this is the source of Rabbi Yudah's opinion that a pesach rishon a woman is obligated. A pesach sheni is only a rishos. Rabbi Yaisi, my time, uh, what's the source of Rabbi Yaisi's opinion that says that a woman is a chiyuv is a for the first and the second Pesach? The Pesach says, by the first carbon Pesach, it says, as we just quoted, count the souls. That includes even a woman as well. And the Pesach says regarding the Pesach Sheni, that the one that does not bring the Pesach Sheni, that, so that soul will be chayef kodis. It's Again, it uses the term nefesh. Nefesh vafilonoshim. That refers even to women as well. The il the elos. So the Gemara asks on Rabbi Yosi, Cheta Yisa Ha'ish Ahu Lemute Mai. When it says the term Ish, only a man. So what does that come to exclude? Lemute Cotton Mikaris. That's only coming to exclude a cotton that a cotton won't be high of Kares. That, but it's not coming to exclude the woman. Taisus here asks the question: You need a pasuk to exclude a, a cotton. Cotton is not high in any mitzvahs. And Taisa says, when it says cotton, they're talking about a cotton that became a godl between the Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. So, so he's now, at the time of Pesach Sheni, he's already a godl. That's the Chiddush over here, that if you became a godl in between, you're also, so you're still going to be potter from Kodesh. Dr. Gemara Vaiter, Rab Shimin, what's the explanation of Rab Shimin's opinion that says that women are potter from the Pesach Rishon, and by the Pesach Sheni, you can't bring it for them at all. Rab Shimon says, it says by the first carbon Pesach, Ish. It does say Ish by the first carbon Pesach. And the Gemara is soon going to bring the source of where it says Ish. Ish in, Ish So that excludes a woman. She's not obligated. So you would think that if so, she can't even be counted on secondary because it says only Ish. So for this, the Pasik teaches me, so it says the term, the souls that are counted, that she's not obligated, but she could be counted on the Pesach Rishon. Now you would think that even for the Pesach Sheni, she, be, she could be counted for it, even if she's not obligated. But the Torah excludes a woman by the second carbon Pesach, that uh, only refers to a man. A woman is excluded. So now the Gemara explains Rav Shimon's opinion. What are we excluding a woman from? Are you excluding a woman? From the Pesach Sheni, that she's not obligated, you don't need that. Hashta Berishain Loi, if from the Pesach Rishain she doesn't have an obligation, Vesheni Mebayat, you don't need to exclude her from the carbon Pesach Sheni. It wouldn't be it if you compare it to the Pesach Rishain. Elalav Mitfeilo, when it says in the Pesach again, by the carbon Pesach Sheni, Ish, to exclude the Isha, that means that she can't even be counted on it at all. Because she's Shaloyla Menuyev, she has no Shaykh to the Pesach Sheni at all. Now the Gemara goes back to what Rabbi Shimon said. Where does it say the term ish 
by the Pesach Rishon. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaisi didn't find any term of Ish by the Pesach Rishon. Where did Rabbi Shimon find that word Ish by the Pesach Rishon? Well, my Ish to come at Rabbi Shimon. If you're going to say the term Ish is when it says, Ish if, if that the Pasuk, but Ahu, mi like the Rabbi Yitzchak. That Pasuk is already used for something else. Like Rabbi Yitzchak said, the Omar, Rabbi Yitzchak said, Ish Zeiche. A man could be Zeiche, meaning he could acquire a carbon Pesach for others, to count others on the carbon Pesach. But Ve'en Cotton Zeiche. A cotton cannot be Zeiche on the carbon Pesach for others. So that's what the Pasuk is coming to teach me here. Ish and not a cotton. It's not teaching me Ish and not a Isha. So there's a machlekes here, Rashi and Taisus regarding this. Rashi says that the ish of here that comes to exclude a cotton, this is the general idea that you find when you get to shlichus, that an ish could be a shliach and a cotton cannot be a shliach. And this is the source from this pasuk. A man, mm-hmm. the ish could be a, a shliach to be mezak other people as carbon pesach, but not a cotton. <clears throat> Taisus says that, no, this is not the source, because the fact that a cotton can't be a shliach is not learned from here. A cotton has no das, he can't be a shliach. And this Pasuk is specifically B'negeet to a carbon Pesach, even though by carbon Pesach a cotton could be counted to eat from a carbon Pesach. So you may have thought that a carbon Pesach is different than the regular din of Shlichus. So it's a specific din telling me that no, that a cotton cannot count others on his carbon Pesach. So you can't say that we're learning it out from here to exclude a woman, because this Pasuk refers to a cotton. The Elo, so then you're going to tell me from where are we learning it out, from the Pasuk me, Ish lefi Achloi. Says again, ish, ish lefi achloi, that uh, ish eats from the first carbon pesach. So you can't learn out from here either, according to Rab Shimon. Why not? Oh, we had this pasuk just before on Amar Aleph. The Gemara brought the pasuk ish lefi achloi. What did we learn out from there, according to Rab Yaisi, that you can bring a carbon pesach for one person alone? So Hamid Rab Yaisi savalak Rab Shimon. The Gemara on Amar Aleph said that Rab Yaisi that learns out from ish lefi achloi, he holds like Rab Shimon regarding Rab Shimon's drasha of me'achat sharecha. That you learn that from Ba'achat Sha'arecha, that you don't bring it on a bomber. So the Gemara on Ahmed Aleph says that Rabbi Yaisi learns from Ishlifi Yachloi that you can bring your carbon Pesach alone. And then he holds like Rab Shimon regarding the Drasha of Achat Sha'arecha. So therefore, that, so the Gemara says, Rab Shimon Nami Savalak Rabbi Yaisi. Rab Shimon also holds like Rabbi Yaisi that he darshans from Achat Sha'arecha not to bring on a bomber. And from Ishlifi Yachloi he darshans that you bring it as an individual. So therefore, this pasuk of ish lefi is also already used. So from where did Rabbi Shimon learn this out? Where do we see a ish that comes to exclude a woman? So ish lefi is already being used to say that you can bring a carbon pesach even for one individual. So what it says now, to learn that you can bring the carbon Pesach alone, it could have just said lefi achloi, which is a singular term, which would, would, would teach me that you can bring it alone. My ish, why is it saying the term ish? Shamet minot tarti. It also teaches me this halacha to exclude a woman from the obligation of the carbon Pesach rishen. Dr. Gamara Kaman whose opinion does this that Rabbi Lazar say said follow? So he said as follows: Isha berisha in chayva. A woman in the first carbon Pesach, it's an obligation. In the carbon Pesach Shani, it's only a Rishos. And it pushes off Shabbos. So the Gemara immediately asks, what is this referring to? What pushes off Shabbos? If you'll say that the Pesach Shani is only a voluntary, why does it push off Shabbos? The way to read what Rabbi Loza said was, the Pesach Shani for a woman is only voluntary. But the first carbon Pesach is an obligation. 
The first carbon Pesach, that's the Echashabbos. So whose opinion is this? Keman, Kerabiyuda. This was Rabbi opinion that the Pesach Rishon is a Chayva and the Pesach Sheni is a Rishos. Similar to Allah we learned before about who should the group consist of. So Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Yechenen that you don't make a Chabura Shakula Gaidim, which is all Gaidim. Why? Because maybe they, since they don't know the Halachas of Karban Pesach, they might be too particular about the Halachas and they're going to come to Pasal it even though it's really not Pasal. Interesting. Taisus here points out that there's another Gemara that says the opposite about Gaidim, that we're worried about Gaidim being too lax in mitzvahs and not knowing the Halachas and therefore transgressing different things because of the lack of knowledge. Here it says the opposite, that because Gaidim don't know the Halachas, they may be too particular and they might end up bringing something to Absol. So you have to have at least one person that knows the Halachas to tell them what's kosher and what's possible. Tanara Banon, we learned in Abraise, Pesach, Umatze, Umarer, Berisha, and Chayva. In the first carbon Pesach, it's an obligation. Mikan ve'elech, Berisha, sorry, Berisha means the first day of Pesach, that is. The first day of Pesach, so you have the obligation to eat the Pesach Matzah Amarat. Mikan ve'elech, after the first night of Yantiv, Rishus. So this is a Rishus, it's only voluntary. Abshimen Aimer, Abshimen says, Be'anoshim Chayva, for the men it's an obligation, but Ubenoshim Rishus, for the women it's only voluntary. This is Abshimen's opinion that says that it's only voluntary. So now the Gemara wants to understand first the opinion of the Tanakhama. A high koi. When the Tanakhama said that, that Pesach Matzah Marer, on the first day it's a, reshul, it's a chayva, and the rest of the days it's only a reshuz, what was he referring to? Ilema Pesach. Was he referring to the carbon Pesach? That can't be. Pesach Koshiva Miyike. Do you have the carbon Pesach on any of the rest of the days of Pesach? Tanakhama can't be saying that the carbon <coughs> Pesach on the other days of Pesach is only a reshuz. You don't have the carbon Pesach the rest of the days. He was only saying this regarding matzah and mother, that the first night of Pesach it's an obligation to eat, and on the rest of the Pesach it's, it's voluntary. So, but if the Tanakhama was talking about matzah and mother, that doesn't fit with what Rabshimen was saying. What did Rabshimen say? Rabshimen said, For men it's an obligation, and for the women it's, it's voluntary. So the question is, the Bachads, Vichy, Leslie, Rabshimin. Does Rabshimin not agree that it's an obligation for women to eat matzah and marer? Oh, the Omer Rabbalaza, this that Rabbalaza said, Noshim, Chayova is Bachilis matzah. That women are chayav to eat matzah. Dvar Teire, Minat Teire, they're obligated. Shanam, because the Postic says, Loiseichal Olaf Chomets, Shivas Yomim. And then it says, again, to Loiseichal Olaf Chomets, do not eat any Chomets, Shivas Yomim, Toichal Olaf Matzis. So the Torah writes the Isra of Chomets and the obligation of Matzah in the same Pasuk. And we learn out, If you have the Isra of eating Chomets, you have the obligation to eat Matzah. And Vahani Noshim, the women as well, Since they're not allowed to eat Chomets, They're obligated to eat Matzah. So if the Tanakhama was speaking about Matzah, and he was saying that it's a Chayva, and on that Rav is saying that it's voluntary, would that mean that Rav Shimon holds that it's only voluntary to eat Matzah? How could that be? Rashi here points out that maybe we should say that Abshimon was saying this regarding mother. The, the, the com- comparison that we're making between chametz and matzah is only regarding matzah, but not mother. Maybe Abshimon was saying that mother for women is a rishus. So Rashi says it can't be because matzah and mother are compared to each other. So matzah and mother goes together. Now the truth is that we do find in one case that matzah and mother don't go together. When is that? Because it says and mother is not a chiv when you don't bring the carbon Pesach. So, so you do see that matzah and mother don't necessarily go together. 
So you see from here, according to what the Rashi is explaining, Rab Shimon, that Bizman Shabbos Kayam, the mitzvah of Marer always applied, even if he did not bring the carbon Pesach. Bizman Azeh, Marer is Midrabana. Bizman Shabbos Kayam, we compare Marer to Matzah, just like Matzah is Minatayr, even without the carbon Pesach. Marer is also Minatayr, even without the carbon Pesach. The Rebbe brings this into Haggadah. That was Matzayan to this Rashi here. You see this, this, this Indian here that Marer is Minatayr, even without a carbon Pesach. So what's the, how do you read this Braisa? So the Gemara says, you're going to have to read the Braisa as follows. The Tanakhama was saying, Pesach, Matzah, Umarer, Berishin, Choyva, Mikan, Ve'elach, Rishos. That the Pesach, Matzah, Umarer, so the first night it's a Choyva, and then after this, so the Matzah and Marer is only a Rishos. And then Abshimah was referring only to the Pesach, Pesach, Ba'anoshim, Choyva, the carbon Pesach for men, it's a Choyva, and Benoshim, Rishos. And for the women, the first carbon Pesach is only voluntary.